Guys, welcome to episode 27 of the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Fountas, and today we're joined by extra special guest Carrie, aka WWE Squared Circle Guy on Twitter and Instagram and all the other stuff. He's one of the super fans that you guys like to call him that's always front row at the shows. And he's going to tell some stories uh, where he was this past weekend. He was at the SummerSlam four-day extravaganza from NXT to SummerSlam to Raw and SmackDown. Got to do a bunch of VIP stuff, met Triple H, met, met Stephanie, um, a few more wrestlers, Kurt Angle, Lita. He'll get into that interview in a little bit as he joins the show here in a few minutes. I'm going solo today because just of schedules and everything, Eric and I weren't able to work anything out, and I didn't have time to schedule a guest host. So yeah, it's just me talking to you guys for at least just a little bit here. As always, follow us on Twitter at PPWPodcast. I really appreciate all the follows and all the tweets and the likes and, and the interaction and stuff like that. It's a lot of fun. Again, at PPWPodcast. If anybody's interested in sending an email to us, PPWPodcast at gmail.com. And if you send me a note, I can read it on the air if you like. Or if you have a question about future show topics or how to join the show or anything like that, PPWPodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to support the show, head over to whatamaneuver.net and find the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast store, and you can pick up a t-shirt for yourself, for your significant other, for your kid, for your baby, and I think they have sweatshirts too, so uh, it's a it's a pretty actually good quality shirt as far as the ones that I've, I've ordered. They're, they're like soft blends, so they're nice to wear either if you want to work out in them or just wear a t-shirt, and it says, I never complain online, and if you... Buy a shirt, you're welcome to come on the show or pick a topic or both. Uh, so like I said, today I'm going solo and it's a little awkward talking to myself, but at least there's a handful of you guys out there listening to the show, which I, I really do appreciate. And I mentioned earlier, I really appreciate the interaction on Twitter, so keep that going. I do like show suggestions. I like um, any feedback you guys have, anything like that's really appreciated. Um, as we go forward here through, I guess, a little bit of a low in the WWE world because they just had their biggest show of the year, or the second biggest show of the year. They had SummerSlam. And now the next biggest show, Survivor Series, and even that, you know, it's, it's that hasn't been a huge show for the past few years. I guess last year it was just because of the Lesnar-Goldberg uh, intrigue, but for the last few years it hasn't really been one of the giant big four shows, as WWE likes to call it. But there's lots of fun indie stuff coming up. Uh, we've got the Ring of Honor War of the World show that Eric and I are going to in October. Uh, they're coming to Chicago here, a little a suburb outside of the city. And Kenny Omega is going to be there, the Young Bucks, Cody, and all the uh, a bunch of other stars from New Japan. So I'm really, really looking forward to that. Once that show comes up, I'll have some more info for you. Uh, there's AAW Pro is having their women's tournament coming up in November. 
And also the Rise, Medic, and Shimmer shows are coming also back in November. So Eric and I will probably definitely be checking those out. And you guys, if you're out there, support your local indie wrestling shows because you know how everyone was going nuts over these NXT shows or the NXT show this past week. And like, all these matches are amazing. These are great. Well, most of those guys and those girls were on the independent scene, were at some of these local shows. And you could have seen them in a local VFW hall, you and a couple hundred people, or at a state fair or wherever, wherever it is, or a baseball park where Eric and I went to. Definitely you can check out your local independent wrestlers, support them. Everyone I've ever met in the indie wrestling scene, as far as the performers and the wrestlers go, have been super nice, super accommodating, super cool. So definitely check those guys out and those girls out as well. The only other news coming out of SummerSlam and of NXT and all that stuff, obviously you guys have seen the show, I'm not going to get too big into those, is the Mae Young Classic. Uh, I watched the Bracketology, which was they did a really good job with it. I was entertained by it. Uh, I knew some of the girls in the show, but not a lot. Carrie kind of talks about that in an interview a little bit, how Lita wasn't necessarily sure that the women should have their own show, which I was kind of surprised by, particularly coming from Lita to say that. So in the interview here in a few minutes, you guys can hear that, hear the, hear the story of why Lita doesn't think the women should have their own show. Um, as far as my thoughts on the weekend of SummerSlam, I, you know, guys know me, I'm normally more positive than negative regardless about anything anyway, when it comes to wrestling, particularly with WWE and, and NXT and all that. But I had an awesome time watching both shows. You know, I heard a bunch of people complaining that maybe SummerSlam was too long, but it paced pretty well for me. You know, there were a couple slow moments throughout the show, but for the most part, it really culminated in that main event with that fatal four-way, which was maybe the best fatal four-way ever. I'd have to go back and look at it, but it was just bananas from start to finish. And Kerry talks about how the crowd was just going apeshit literally the entire time. And WWE's got a huge star in their hands in Braun Strowman, and you can tell they're they're pushing him, and looks like him and Lesnar are going to have a first pay-per-view match coming up next month at No Mercy. I really hope that ends in some kind of huge brawl, double DQ, whatever, and maybe they can push those two off to WrestleMania and have a huge moment there, or even maybe Survivor Series, make that a big show. Uh, the NXT show, I thought the Asuka-Ember Moon match stole the night. I know a lot of people thought that uh, Bobby Roode and Drew McIntyre did, but for me, it was Asuka and Ember Moon. The last five minutes of that match, maybe I'm a little biased towards, maybe that's what pushed it over the edge, because I just assumed, oh, Ember Moon's going to win this, cool, but I found myself, just like the crowd there, rooting for Asuka, because I like the undefeated streak, I think it's awesome. Uh, for those who haven't seen yet, uh, today's Friday, uh, November, or August 25th, and Asuka just yesterday was announced had to relinquish the NXT Championship because she had a broken collarbone, I believe it was a broken collarbone anyway. Um, so maybe she'll be coming up to the main roster. We'll see. And either way, it's kind of cool that she was able to lose the title without ever being defeated. So she can use that for her character going forward, either on the main roster or staying in NXT. But overall, just an awesome weekend of shows. I know there was kind of the controversy of the, the beach ball incident where on, on SummerSlam, Cesaro ran into the crowd, ripped up the beach ball. Everyone loved it. But then the next two nights on Raw and SmackDown, it kind of went a little overboard, which Carrie will talk about. We'll go ahead now and uh, get Carrie on the line. And again, follow Carrie on Twitter at WWE Squared Circle Guy. Let's go to the line. All right, Carrie, what's going on? Uh, not much. Just got back yesterday from a long, fun weekend in New York. Yes. Yeah, when did you get in there? Did you get in there Thursday or Friday last week? 
Got in there early Friday morning. Okay, so for those who don't know, um, again, I mentioned it a second ago, you can follow Kerry on Twitter at WWESQDCircleGuy. Uh, he did the travel package this year for SummerSlam, which is turning into basically a mini WrestleMania, which is kind of cool. And did the whole weekend, and plus two more days. They did NXT, SummerSlam, Raw, and SmackDown. Um, and with that travel package comes a lot of fun perks. And if you follow him on Twitter, you saw some of the pictures of him with Triple H and Stephanie and getting to see a Q&A with Kurt Angle and Lita and, and a bunch of other stuff. So we'll just get right into it. Was the first thing you got to do the Triple H and Stephanie meet and greet? No, the first was uh, the trio of uh, Naomi, Asuka, and Alexa Bliss. Was that just like a signing and a picture type of thing? Yeah, it's kind of like access, but without the attractions. Mm-hmm. See, it seemed like this time, at least from the pictures I saw, it's a little bit better than access because they had everyone standing up. You weren't awkwardly shaking someone's hand over a table. Did it seem a little bit more organized than access was? I, I definitely. I mean, I think it also helps they run the same venue so they know how it works. But yeah, very well organized. They they you would they you, they would sign your item at at the table right next to them. Then they walk over and take the picture with you. Was it, it, but it didn't slow down the line, I thought. I thought it still kept the line moving very smoothly. Was it a, uh, I guess, like a quick, you know, hello, or did you get to interact at all, or was it just kind of a quick hello and move on? Yeah, but the, the women were very quiet and shy, so it was very quick. They not like they were not very talkative, whereas mm-hmm. Triple H, Stephanie were, and the New Day were. All right, well, let's get the next one. So we'll kind of skip over the Asuka and Naomi uh, meet and greet just because there's not much to talk about. But Triple H and Steph... This is kind of a big deal because I don't know if Stephanie's ever done a meet and greet, probably since like the early 2000s. I don't uh, think she has at all, to my knowledge. Yeah, so so what was it like? You know, they're, they're, the pictures, their big smiles and everything were the same. What's up to everyone? Any quick little stories? Oh, she was very talkative. Uh, I think he was a little quiet because the, most of the NXT people were having their flight delay. So he, I'm, he had a kind of a worried look on his face the whole time, but he definitely would talk to you. But Stephanie was very outgoing, asking your name, where are you from, what do you do? You know, look what what match you looking forward to? Who in the most? Or who's your favorite? I mean, very outgoing. That's awesome. What'd you have them sign? I got a used turnbuckle. I had them sign. Did you get that from like one of the auction type things, or like a superstore from last year? No, I just happened to know someone, and you know, they got boxes of that crap sitting around. Yeah. <laughs> especially, especially a production site around the hard cam area. If you look closely, you'll find there's a box of turnbuckles they have. Awesome, awesome. And then the new day, all their pictures online were hilarious. I think I know you got one. And then uh, Kalijah, uh, KNDC, KN and KP, KPNDC, if you want to follow DC, him. Yeah. Uh, he had the New Day belt signed as well. So they were kind of goofing off, it seems, in their pictures with everybody. Oh, they loved it. I, I, I was, uh, I was uh, one of the first ones in line. I had was first on the New Day belt, and they just loved it. Like, oh, my God. And he's like, thank you for the support. This is awesome. I was like, yeah, let's get a picture. Everyone hold the belt. And he's like, especially Vicky, he's like, yeah, let's touch greatness here. And, you know. <laughs> well, that's awesome. It's always good when – uh, when meet and greets are a little bit more than a hey how are you and then kind of push you through because there's a lot of people to meet but they still you know took time with everybody uh and then this is kind of jumping a little bit out of order i guess but i know you had like a superstar like breakfast or something like that what was that like oh it's pretty i mean it's a full-on buffet it's a nice high-end you know it's in the, the hotel they put us up in and then uh meet and greet with uh seamus and cesaro was part of that. Did they do like a, you know, just like a Q&A type of thing, or was it super informal where they just kind of walking around hanging out with everybody? No, uh, because it's gotten bigger, the package thing, it's, uh, it's more just, you know, go to the, they'll call certain tables up, go up to their table, you know, get some pictures, get autographs, you can ask them a few questions, you know, mm-hmm. and then, go, then, you know, go sit down, and then the next group of tables go up. And Now, there was also like, it looked like the Q&A uh, with Lita and Kurt Angle, and I've been to some of these Q&As, and sometimes the questions are kind of ridiculous. Was this a good Q&A, a bad Q&A? How'd it go for everybody? 
Oprah was a bit, it was it was, it was a meeting well, you know, it was part of the the Monday VIP experience. They took us to a room. It's only for the top package. It's only mm-hmm. about fifty. There's only forty three of us that showed up, and it's just you know you have lunch with the legends. They don't announce who ahead of time, and like all the rides were free at Coney Island, or most of them were free. Mm-hmm. So that's, um, that's fine. And, and they came, yeah, they came in. The food wasn't ready, so like okay, let's just have a Q and A. Just, just random, have a Q and A. And Kurt Kurt was a little quiet. Um, he seems to think he'll be wrestling in 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 New Orleans. I'm like, I don't think so, but, um, oh, really? Lita, okay. Lita was very talkative. She had some good questions about the women's tournament, who she liked being seen in the hall of fame. Um, why she, she loves the May Young classic, but doesn't think the women need their own show. Okay. What do you think about that? That's kind of an interesting take. She had, well, she had a good point. It's like, well, if they have their own show, so what do you do? Do you, do you, do you work to get to that main show? Or, or, or is it like an NXT where you work to get to the main roster? How does it really logistically fit in? How do you write that in the storyline? So that's why she's like, I don't quite see it yet being its own show, regular show like 205 Live mm-hmm. NXT. So she had a couple good points. And um, she really she strongly feels Luna and China should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to argue with those two, um, particularly China. And I think Luna kind of gets overlooked just because oh, yeah. of how the, the many women. But, you know, in my when I was growing up, she was so like scary to me as a kid because she came around oh, yeah. in ninety two to ninety five in WWF and even a bit, a bit through the Attitude Era. Oh yeah, I remember her debut. I'm like, does this girl have a mohawk and tattoos on her head? Like you've never seen anything like that before, especially on a woman. So I definitely agree she should be in. With the actual cards, because you, I think these the back to back days of NXT and SummerSlam were some of the best just matches the WWE's hidden had in a long time. Um, what are your? What was your match of the weekend? I'll put you. You could you could pick two if you want, but I really want to know what was your match of the weekend. Tough call, but I tell you that Fatal Four Way SummerSlam, just the crowd and everything. I thought everything was well booked. Everyone came, especially Braun Strowman came out looking like a star. Mm-hmm. Was it? I thought it was, was the crowd as nuts for him as it seemed on TV for Braun? Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean that was you know the the TV can never truly capture how loud the crowd is. You know, for example. Finn Balor had probably one of the loudest sustained pops of any wrestler I've heard in the past decade or two. Mm-hmm. But it, I watched it back on TV, and it's like you can hear, but you really couldn't hear it unless you were just right there and how crazy they were going for him. Yeah, and I, I I think I agree with you that the Fiddle 4 was my match of the weekend. Probably second would be the Oscar Ember Moon match, especially the last five minutes of the match. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. Were you guys all like on the edge of your seat jumping up and down like thinking Ember Moon was going to win it just like I was? I was thinking she was going to, and um, and she didn't. But like, okay, it's still a great match, so you can't complain. Yeah, exactly. The whole NXT show, I think, kind of stole it. You know, SummerSlam had a few quiet moments, but I think that's just the victim of being a six-hour show. Well, yeah, when you have thirteen matches, nothing, you know, versus you know, or when you have ten matches on the card on the main card versus five, you know, it's kind of hard to make everything so special. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody saw all I get at least on Twitter and and everything else kind of the cluster of getting people in late to the show on SummerSlam and the pre-show started with like six people in the crowd were you, did you get in on time or were you, were oh, you stuck oh, oh. well no no because we had a special VIP reception party in the building beforehand so we got in at four o'clock okay the, the, the 50 or 60 of us on the top package we always get a special entrance it's we go upstairs to the suites it's a full dinner dessert spread you know you've got beer and wine soda and water on the house mm-hmm. And that's where we got to meet Maria and Mike and Becky Lynch and Tyler Breeze. You know, you hang. You know, that's more of a mingle, hangout, talk. Your autographs, get pictures. So we could have. You know, I know some people left early, but and could have and got there in time. But I was like, yeah, you know, I wasn't 
really a big fan of the opening match when I heard the music. So I was like, yeah, I'll just stay up here and hang out with the wrestlers and have some more food. And Yeah, I mean, you could see that match on Raw whenever or a house show. I mean, it, hanging out with wrestlers sad. isn't super easy. Exactly. So I wasn't in a dire rush to get down to my seat. I was like, okay, I've had my – when I finally did, I was like, okay, cool. And funny side story. So um, because they kind of started – they let fans – they started the reception later than normal. So the wrestlers were still hanging out there, especially Becky and Tyler. And they were just hanging out in the suites saying hi to people. And a lot of fans – we're just walking past and paying attention to realize that Becky Lynch is trying to talk to them and Tyler. <laughs> a couple of fans like turn around and finally realize it's too late. It's like, oh, too late. Goodbye. Well, I mean, you. Becky kind of sticks out like a sore thumb with her orange hair. Like, how could you, you miss think. that? And Tyler Breeze with his blonde hair, you'd think would stick out. But no. And people are just like, you know, like not paying attention. It's like, yeah, these wrestlers are legit talking to you, trying to say hello and get your attention. Yeah. Well, it, it, that's, that's, that's always good to hear fun, positive stories about meeting wrestlers and things like that, which you seem to have more often than not, more positive stories than any really negative stories. Uh, now, on Raw, this was kind of like your typical Raw after WrestleMania crowd a little bit, it seemed like. And it got a little too much near the end of the show. It's like, all right, guys, we get it. Like, watch the matches type of thing. How yeah. was that, like, being there? Was it kind of annoying after a while? Was it fun? Like, what happened with all that? It, it was. I see the first hour, hour and a half of the show was great. And then the fans started, you know... Being the usual selves, and it's just you know you're trying to mimic what happened after the night of WrestleMania 29 and relive that moment because you have a lot more internationals versus local in the audience, mm-hmm. and it's like you know get over it. You know it's one you know the wave is ridiculous, the beach ball thing is beyond ridiculous. Um, I, yeah, that that's just, I don't get the point of it. Yeah. Um, you know, there's one thing to have fun, you know, like having creative chants towards the wrestlers in the ring, like we did at 205 with the You Are a Wanker chant to Neville. <laughs> see, that is something, you know, that, you know, that's part of the show. But when you don't toss in the beach ball round, especially during a Kevin Owens, AJ Styles match, it's like, you know, come on. Or the women's match, they're working hard for a show. That just says you're trying to be the star of the show. You're trying to compensate for something you're lacking. That's all it says to me. Yeah, and when Cesaro went in the crowd on SummerSlam and grabbed the beach ball, that was awesome. But it's probably encouraged people now, like, oh, let's get a wrestler to pay attention to us and bring a beach ball type of thing. Exactly. It's like, you know, I loved it, but at the same time, it's like, you know, they're probably thinking, oh, good, they're going to be part of this. They're going to toss the ball around and everything. And it's like... It's kind so of I, I, someone on Reddit compared it to uh, in the '90s when everyone had laser pens. Exactly, yeah. At least it's easier to stop the beach balls versus the laser pens. <laughs> uh, and then we had SmackDown, which had the debut of Bobby Roode, which was a surprise to me. I thought he was going to be on Raw, but I guess I was wrong. So that's kind of exciting. Uh, was that a? Did you guys see him setting up at all? Like the the turning thing I, he's on, or no? Or you didn't see it at all? Well, um, so basically, when we walked into the arena. Um, he happened to look up at the scoreboard, and they accidentally flashed his opening intro. Oh, no so a little bit of a spoiler. Oh. A little bit, yeah. But I figured he was debuting because, I mean, people were talking about they saw him enter the building. I don't know why people post that. I just don't – back to my things. Like, how about I find out the ending of a movie or Game of Thrones and spoil everybody? You'd be pissed. But yet these same people don't mind spoiling wrestling stuff. Yeah, and that's kind of annoying too. Like, I don't usually watch the shows live just because my work schedule, so I have to be on delay. So I have to mm-hmm. like stay off of Twitter, stay off everything, and like text my friends, like don't tell me anything. I'm about an hour behind. And actually, that's how I got the rude entrance spoiled from my friend just texted me rude. I'm like, thanks, thanks. I really appreciate you ruining that for me. Exactly. Yeah. It's like even if you think or know it might happen or could happen, I still don't want to. I'd rather see it not, you know, for myself and not hear it from someone, say, you know, spoiling it. Yeah, especially with you being there live. You know, it's going to be a lot more fun to be be surprised and to jump up. Uh, there was a bit of a surprise when Enzo debuted, right, on 205 Live? Yeah, that was surprising. That's probably the loudest pop that show's ever had, honestly. And I think that, see, what I 205 Live gets a bad rap, I think, because 
the raw matches are kind of lost. But the 205 Live show, I think, is entertaining. I watch it you know, every once in a while, and it's fun. It's a 35-minute show. It's fun. Exactly. Yeah, the two matches they have are great, honestly. Yes. Um, they, they taped. I thought they were great. And then, say, the surprise of Enzo, I thought it was great. He'll, I think he'll definitely add to the division. Mm-hmm. And he's obviously over with the crowd, no matter what everyone says about him or whatever his feud he's been put in that people liked or didn't like. Everybody still loves him. Oh, yeah, most definitely. There was the unfortunate incident, uh, Big Cass, sounds like he tore his ACL uh, when he fell out of the ring in just a simple simple move. Simple move, yeah. So on TV, you were pretty close to him, but a little bit outside. So on TV, after like the match was called, he was just cursing up a storm. Could yeah, you hear he him screaming and yelling like that? Yeah, well, I say I didn't know what happened until I got back in the ring, and I, I heard him tell the ref, I think I tore something. And that's when he see the referee started, you know, well, I'm kind of, you know, hit, talking on his headphones and they, or the headset. I love the earpiece, or they have the earpiece. Yeah. And, and he's and then he, then he's trying to move, and then, you know, he's like, you could tell, it's like, something's not right there. And then he did the, then he fell, like, he tried doing the elbow, and that's like, okay, yeah, he definitely tore something. And then outside the ring, he was definitely upset big time because he knew like i'm in the middle of this awesome you know opportunity and all of a sudden i'm gonna be out for six months that kind of sucks yeah. for him yeah oh yeah six to nine months whatever it could be yeah it's not gonna be easy uh a one match that i'd like to ask you about that kind of got lost because in the pre-show was the new day versus the usos i thought that kind of really kicked off the show for for good were you at your seat by then or no oh yeah no i, I got there near the end of the six-man tag okay um, no, I, I thought I, that was a great match. I thought, wow, yeah, and I, I knew it would be because they had a great match in Battlegrounds. So I knew those both those teams could go. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts then? So I know we've talked about this before, I think, on the WrestleMania portion of that show being like seven hours. What do you think? Do you think they should cut down SummerSlam a little bit? Should it be, you know, three and a half hours instead of four and a half? Or are you okay with the super long show? Because you're I there. Say, I would say this year versus last year, this year the pacing was much, much better. I mean, everything felt great. Nothing felt like, oh, my God, are we done yet? Let's get this over with. No, everything felt great, timing and everything. I think what they need to do is only have one, maybe two matches at most on the pre-show and not have it start so early. Yeah. And that was a big mistake, and, I, and that's one thing I was talking to the child pastor. was like, y'all do a great job, but you need to start the reception even sooner so for the, so for the fans that do want to get to their seats in time in case they do start that early. Now, did you get four chairs from four different shows this week? Uh, technically, yes, but I gave my uh, the two ringsiders. They're generic, so I just gave them away. There's a couple kids that wanted them. Oh, that's awesome. But still, I mean, you could, it also would have been a little bit of a pain to check four chairs to get home, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, I usually, when I have one, I check it. It's not, a, I, I'll check it or, or use a or gate check it. It's usually not an issue, but because there's two this time, I wanted to ship them home. Mm-hmm. They were pretty good ones this year, too. I like the NXT one a lot. Oh, yeah. That's the first ever NXT take-home chair. Oh, I thought they'd done that before. Is it, this is not, so they didn't do no, one before? No, I mean, they've had chairs, but you couldn't take them home from the full sale, like the gold circle seating. Oh, they had, okay. They okay. had a generic one, because I've asked friends who go there all the time, and hell, when I was in the performance center, I asked about that, or if I could buy one. They said, no, you can't. <laughs> they, give, they give away hundreds of them every week, and they're being stingy with them. Exactly, and they have, a, they have a ton of them sitting around the performance center. Like, well, can I just buy one? I've got cash on me. You know, I don't care who takes it. And, That's funny. That's so this funny. is the first ever actual NXT TakeOver event, mm-hmm. TakeOver. So I think, what's what's the next big show? Are you going? Are they doing another travel package for Survivor Series? Yeah, they, they sold those last last year in December. And are you going to that, then? I'll be there. Um, for the, Not doing SmackDown, but the other three. What, where is it this year? Houston. Houston, okay, okay. So last yeah. time I was Houston was WrestleMania 25, which a little bit of an underrated town, I think. It's a fun, it's it's fun out there. 
It'll be nice for you to be from uh, heading down there in the in the November from yeah, Chicago. Yeah, exactly. It'll be nice and warm weather. Yeah, yeah. I'll be I'll be at TLC in October, but then the next big big show will be Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. And after that, I'll be at the Rumble for all the weekend events. Yep, and then of course WrestleMania every year is the big show. Those travel packages for those who want to go usually go on sale sometime in November. Um, for anybody that is trying to get a travel package, any tips for them or anything like that for this year's WrestleMania? Um, just get there just, early, keep trying, what's up? Just be prepared, know that these are expensive. I mean, they, they, they charge a lot of money for these, so be prepared, know what you want, um, because there's di- multiple different tiers, different stuff that comes with different tiers, so just kind of know what you want and budget for it. Mm-hmm. Know how it works. There, you know, you have to have with a hotel. There's no non-hotel option. Um, flights are not included, unless stated food is not included. So with the with the travel packages, obviously they're expensive. But it sounds like from all the stuff you've told me and the stuff that you could see on there, they don't really skimp out for you. They 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 try to take care of the travel package people best they can. Would you think that's that's fair to say? Oh yeah, they do. You always have you always have this whatever bitch and whine complain about every little thing. But no, they really do try to take care of every of everyone they as you know as much as you can. You can't make everyone happy, unfortunately. Yeah, and for and then also it's kind of a little bit of a gamble, I know. So they do like it's called like the ultimate pack. What if they change the name of it every year? They'll probably call yeah, it the, yeah. the big easy package this year or something for New Orleans yeah. again. Um, yeah. But that one, it's like the first two rows, so it's kind of like the fifty-fifty yeah. shot of what you'll get. Well, but well, for first four, first four rows. So oh, that's uh, so that's yeah. the same price. The first four rows. That's a big difference between four and one, right? Oh, exactly. Yeah. So that's just the gamble. You know, we all take. Mm-hmm. You know. But, Another thing um, I think we talked about before is if you don't get it the first try, try again because sometimes people's credit cards don't go through or well, exactly or yeah. like that. Or, or they get near the end and they buy it and they like, oh, shoot, I, don't, I really don't want to spend this kind of money and cancel the order. Hmm. Another tip I've learned from my international friends, call your credit card company like, FYI, I'm going to be spending a lot of money for an event in the States so they don't get like their card flagged for fraud or something because I've heard that happen before. Well, and I've heard it happen. It still happens to people who do who do that as well. So that can still be a crapshoot. Just give them a call and tell them. All right. So yeah. what was, I'd say, give me like your top three highlights of your whole SummerSlam weekend. It could be matches. It could be meeting somebody, meeting up with old friends, whatever you want to say. Well, it's always fun to meet up with old friends. Where, you know, it always makes for late nights. You know, you're going until 2 or 3 in the morning and you're up early. Um, at it again with other events. Um, I would say, I, you know, I met Triple H Stephanie before, but I never had her autograph, so it was cool to finally have her autograph, especially on the turnbuckle. Yeah. Uh, catching AJ Styles' shirt Tuesday night at SmackDown was great. Yeah, I saw that on Instagram. So what, did he just throw it right to you? Just reach up and I grab do- it? He threw it and it came right to me. I just reached out and grabbed it. It's kind of cool. That, so like, that's, have, you got to have him sign that then at WrestleMania this year or something. Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah, and get it framed. Yeah, but you know, it's funny. I got you know last week I got John Cena's hat. This week I got AJ's shirt. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, um, that was cool. Um, Say so just great weekend of events. The meet and greets. Um, just New York's a fun city. I, I like it. I'm glad it's going back next year. Yeah, I mean New York's the la- it's the last year in Brooklyn supposedly next year. Well, maybe the year after they'll come to Chicago. I'd appreciate that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense next year being the 30th anniversary of SummerSlam, take it back to where it started. I just kind of wish they do maybe the SummerSlam itself at the Garden and everything else in Brooklyn, but I get, I get why they don't. I'm sure Brooklyn's got, like, a much better uh, rate for them than the Garden does. Well, it's a better rate plus with the Garden. It's union rules, so they have to pay for their crew plus their own crew to work. So you're paying double the amount for, for, you know, for two crews, basically, by union I- rules. Um, I want to give you credit for something. You kind of broke it first here on here about the no pyro rule. 
because mm-hmm. it's been slowly leaking out. Like, what the hell happened to the pyro? What happened to the pyro? And I remember you told me like months ago, like, hey, I've been told there's be no more pyro. Yeah, well, originally the plan, well, we're talking about money in the bank because myself and another friend, we had our ears covered. I always covered my ears for the first initial pop, and then I let it go. Yeah. Um, they said, the camera said, no, 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 no pyro until SummerSlam. But I guess something then changed after that. Maybe they figured no pyro forever, or maybe nothing until Mania. I don't But I mean, the only time I really I noticed asked, it. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, actually, on my flight home, I, one of the production guys sat next to me who was just dead-ass tired because they didn't get, they didn't finish after 3 in the morning. He had to get on an early flight home like me. and. <laughs> I should have asked him. I said, "So no pyro for for sure, or just no pyro until Mania, or what's the deal?" To be but honest, the only time I notice it is when Lesnar does his his fist pump, you know, with the fireworks. Yeah. I don't really notice it, to be honest. I mean, maybe it's my age, but I'm kind of glad there's no more pyro, honestly. <laughs> well, I'm sure. I guarantee they'll they'll be at Mania because you, you, you kind of have to, even though it's exactly. indoors. I think I think they'll I think they'll go all out for that one event. I'm sure, and maybe hopefully eventually bring it back for the big four. You know, that'd be nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, Mania last year was insane with the uh, the setup and the pyro used for it. That was probably the most elaborate set I've ever seen for WrestleMania this past year. Oh, most definitely. The largest, longest ramp they've ever had. Yeah. When I saw the seating chart, I was like, how is this going to work? And then I, I guess it made sense, but uh, it made for a great visual, that's for sure. Oh, def- most definitely, yeah. Well, it sounds like you get awesome time meeting wrestlers, but, you know, got some cool memorabilia. Uh, guys, if you want to follow, carry on Twitter to see some of these pictures, at WWSQD Circle Guy, and then on Instagram, WWE Squared Circle Guy, you'll see pictures from... You get previews of the chairs, and you know, maybe you'll see a, catch a T-shirt by another wrestler or something like that. But it's always good to talk to you, man. It's always good to get kind of the ringside experience and the view that we at home don't necessarily see some of the stuff that you get to see and some of the experiences. I really appreciate you coming on. Oh, thanks. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. And then, uh, if you want to, I know you're you're wearing the collar elbow shirts now. If you want to give them a shout out, feel free. Oh, definitely, yeah. Go to collarandelbowbrand.com, use promo code CARRY, save 10% off your order. They've got some great stuff there. Their shirts fit comfortable. I mean, they're awesome shirts. Yeah, they got cool shirts, and they're doing a lot of support. With, they're sponsoring some indie wrestlers and things like that, too. So I, I talked to them a little bit on Twitter. I'm like, yeah, it's awesome. It's it's good to give support when you can. So check out Collar and Elbow, guys. It's El Snow's behind it, it seems like, too. So Yeah. It's his company, yeah. Um, so get, check them out. And again, follow Kerry on Twitter at WWSQD Circle Guy. Thanks for coming on, Kerry. All right, thanks. Appreciate it. Have a good one. You too. Thanks again so much, Kerry, for coming on. Follow him on Twitter at WWSQD Circle Guy. Uh, and if you go to Collar Elbow um, clothing brand, he mentioned to use Kerry for the 10 discount code Kerry, K E R R Y, for the 10% off of all apparel there and if you were watching the shows he was front row kind of looked like the sh- bit of the chicago flag shirt but it was the collar elbow normally he's rocking the squared circle shirt so it's a little bit of i guess both <laughs> both uh both shirts for this past weekend but thanks again carrie for coming on really appreciate it guys make sure to follow him tweet him let him know you liked him on the show i, I told him in the interview it's always good to have people like him on because they give a perspective uh, that a lot of us don't have by not, by not being there and not being lucky enough to be front row and, and do all these experiences. Uh, he gave you guys a few tips. If you want to do the front row experience, go ahead and uh, follow those. Basically, you know, be ready to spend a few bucks, but, you know, like he said, they do really take care of you. I think that'll kind of wrap up the show for this week. I know it's a short one this week, guys. I, I apologize for that, but I... Just, just timing wise, I, I don't have time. I didn't have time to meet up with Eric. Didn't have time to get a guest host to get a full show out for you guys. I think next week we will definitely have a full show. 
I'm not sure what it'll be yet, so I don't want to say. But if anyone has any suggestions, please tweet me at ppwpodcast. If you want to send me a long-form note, ppwpodcast at gmail.com. And please support the show. Buy a t-shirt, whatamaneuver.net. I tweeted the other day, if you buy one, I'll send you a prize. Uh, I will. I'll send you a prize. I don't know what it'll be yet, but I'll figure something out. I know our buddy, uh, Mark Crusoe, he won the first uh, PPW giveaway. I haven't gotten anything for free recently to give away again. Uh, but if I do, I will have another contest for you guys. That's all I got for this week. Thank you for listening. Uh, thanks for supporting the show, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>